Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. Tomorrow is opening day. This morning, then I have a great hunt. Deer didn't move like usual. We just got set up in the middle of this bedding thicket. Oh, been saving this spot from the rut. It's a nice, I think it's a nice buck. <laughs> It's a 170. That was money. I think it's down right up there. 10 yards. Woo! Whitetail Legacy Podcast. Bringing you back to the hunt and leaving a legacy. That OG real dream. This is uh, High Fence Jenkins reporting live from Whitetail Legacy. I got my co-host, Homie. He's a Dodge driver. He can't kill turkeys, can't find sheds, and he shoots small deer. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Is that me? No, oh. I don't. No, that's my co-host sitting to my right here. <laughs> uh, yeah, here we go. Uh, this this intro is pretty solid for how this episode is. Yeah, for so, sure. Uh, uh, let's see. We had a harvest time outdoors on. We had Mike and Tyler for sure. Um, guys, uh, getting it done on federal ground and traveling to Illinois and hunting a, a decent amount of public too. Yeah. A lot of public. Um, this was a good episode. Uh, talk about kind of their time in the Rangers, talk about what they got going on with their season, talk about last year's in Illinois, talk about what they got coming for the future, why they got into filming. Um, a lot of, we covered a lot all of around stuff in good, here. really yeah. good. We're going to get into our partners so we can get into the show. We're going to start off with a VIP veteran broadhead shout-out. One thing I like that they said, or we're going to start off with a shout-out. Go ahead. I messed that up. Go ahead. (laughs) All right. Uh, This week's VIP veteran broadhead shout-out is Robert Jenkins. He was tagged in our Facebook post by Chuck Weekland. So, Robert, 
Uh, everybody here at Whitetail Legacy thanks you. Everybody from the VIP family, Matt and Cindy, also appreciate everything that you've done for everybody in this country. And I'd also like to shout out the Mike and Tyler as just another VIP shout for out. Sure. They're definitely doing a lot for this country right now. One thing I would like to add is they said that they're going to go hog hunting hardcore, and I guarantee you that they're going to be rocking a hog log from VIP. Oh, yeah. Deer season's kind of winding down, but I know in the south, like Bryant, Threadgill from uh, in, in in Our Nature, he just put down a solid hog. He did. Uh, I think hog season's picking up down there around this time, so uh, check out the hog log. I, me and homie would have them all over if we could hunt hogs up here. Yes. Uh, we're hoping to maybe set that up in the future with Matt and Cindy and some other guys to go down there and hunt some hogs. Uh, you never know what the future might hold. So check out the hog log from them. It's on their website, and you might also be able to get it in another retailer soon. So uh, let's get in with Scentlock. Um, I finally put away my bag and ran the last odd cycle that I'm going to run this year. Oh, it was man. a sad moment. I folded my stuff up. Put it to the side. Uh, I took my release out because I took my bow with me last week. Mm-hmm. So I just like, oh, I'll take my release out. My rangefinder stopped working the brand new one I bought. I don't know if the battery was fried when I hunted that last cold. You said I leave it outside in the woods for a week. I know. If I leave it outside in the woods, it'd work. <laughs> it'd be perfect. But, uh, it's fried. So I'm not really sure what's going on there. I don't know if the battery got smoked when I was hunting in that like five degree day oh, yeah. or something yeah. like that. But uh, I got to check in on that. Other than that, I'm pretty much tied up for the season. I got all my stands packed in, got my backpacks unloaded. And, uh, but yeah, the ran the last odd cycle for the year on that. And Yeah, I still have a cam out. It's probably deader. Where is it at? The buck nest? Yep. Oh, man, that, that'd be I've cool. I've got some super good intel for there. Yeah, that'd be, that's cool that you still got one out. When's the last time you checked it? Uh, it would November? be November 14th. Wow, that's going to be sweet <laughs> intel, dude. Yeah. You had some bucks in there late season last year, too, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be cool. I didn't I know I had that. a small three-pointer uh, with one side in there, and then nice. I had uh, twin towers in there late. Yeah, um, yeah so be that's interesting exciting. to see. Yeah, and that's we found that shed in there, so we know that they're winter in there. Oh, yeah. All right, we got ECW calls. Um, check out their grunt tube line, turkey call line. Turkey season's coming up. We're going to be out there hitting them, hoping to be able to release some turkey footage, some funny ones. And uh, I think the ECW calls would be a forefront in, in that one. And then, of course, throughout the season while we're turkey hunting, we hope to bring you some footage of some some rope it, walking paintbrushes <laughs> uh, hitting the ground. Hopefully hitting the ground. Coming in with the ECW call. Ingram's Outdoor Obsession. Uh homie's probably not gonna shoot a turkey i might i'm kind of probably gonna have to do it even though i ain't got a tag yet so i don't know what I'm gonna do there. <laughs> so uh well i don't know what, what do you think think you got it in you i hope so i'm gonna take you to my spot so uh, well that's that's a good start i'm gonna just walk that's you a good up start there. to end up at ingram's yeah i'm gonna walk you up there and be like this is where you need and i'll even call for you bro i'll call and i'll feel all you gotta do is pull the trigger is that We're, it? We got to get some better decoys. Do you have better decoys than what I got? <laughs> no, dude. I think yours are working perfect. Oh, man. The amount of decoys I killed off that bird, or amount of birds <laughs> I killed off that decoy. This intro is exactly how this Did episode is. Did you say kill decoys off that yeah, bird? <laughs> that's a little insider information. Uh, but, anyways, yeah, that is the worst decoy I've ever seen in my life. Zip tied together, it's got a string beard on it. 
You got the string bearded Jake and the zip tied hen. Yeah, and they're Killer just combo. crushing turkeys. Killer man. combo. They're just crushing turkeys. I took know. one to Ingram last year. Yeah, yeah. So can't beat it. Nope, can't beat it. So they're probably just, ten years old. We're just right in line with this whole episode, man. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. We hope you enjoy Mike and Tyler and Harvest Time Outdoors. This roast is I'm real gonna, good. I'm gonna paper to my I'm gonna paper to my bow during this too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are live. We got harvest time outdoors, and I can already tell this is gonna be a solid episode. <laughs> the five minute pre talk is is real good on this one. So I wish it would have lasted five minutes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> how you got how you boys doing tonight? We're doing good, man. Uh, a little warmer than you guys, I think. I don't know. We got this heater just blasting right beside us. Homie's got some warm pot roast, but we have frozen beer. So that's a downfall, but we're working through it. <laughs> just pay, just put it underneath that plate that homie's eating and a warm up. Really. Yeah. So uh, introduce yourself with your name so people can distinguish whose voice is talking to who. Okay. So uh, I'm Mike Lemansky. I'm the uh, owner operator of Harvest Time Outdoors. I'm Tyler Harris. Pretty much run the camera for uh, Mike and all the hunts on Harvest Time Outdoors. Nice. So Mike and Tyler, a couple badasses. So where do you guys, where do you guys live at? So currently we are both stationed at uh, Fort Benning, Georgia. We're both uh, ranger instructors with the uh, Fourth Ranger Training Battalion down here. And uh, yeah, I'm originally from uh, from White Lake, Michigan, and I'm originally from Pennsylvania. And uh, like Mike said, stationed down here at Fort Benning, getting ready to. Uh, Head out to Fort Riley, Kansas here in a couple months. Yeah, and I'm going to back to Fort Campbell, Kentucky, right there on the uh, kind of Missouri Illinois line there. So big buck country. Nice. And you guys, you, you do a lot of hunting in Illinois, right? Yep, yep. So we go out, uh, me and my dad, we go to uh, Big Neck Outfitters in uh, Lorraine, Illinois, in Adams County there. And uh, we've been going out there for a while now. And yeah, we do some hunting out there, man. Nice. Did you guys get to do any hunting in Georgia this year or anything? Oh, yeah, man. So we uh, we kind of schedule our days that we work around hunting, as bad as that sounds. But, uh, yeah, man, we do uh, we do a lot of hunting here. You know, it's it's public land, so we both, you know, kind of grew up hunting public land. I hunt a lot of private. I also hunted a lot of public. So it's public land, man. You got uh, You got veterans. You know, guys that used to be in the military, you got uh, retirees, you got active military, and then you got um, active military family members that are also allowed to hunt on post. So you got a lot lot to compete with, man. So, you, you know, you really got to get back to You got to do your homework. And kind of also have a bunch of the civilian guys that work, work here, yeah. DOD contractors and stuff like that. But, I mean, they, they hunt too, so a lot of pressure. It's not... You there? Yeah, you got us? Oh, yeah, we lost you for a second. You're back. We're good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I was talking to uh, Brandon Collins. Is that right? That's, uh, yeah. Bradley. Bradley. Bradley Collins. And he says that he, he hunts on a, a federal land, and he can't even run trail cameras. Can you run trail cameras on there? Yeah, man. So it, it varies from post to post, meaning base to base. It varies on what you can do. Like uh, here at Fort Benny, you can run cameras. Um, in some places, you can run uh, mineral sites. What well, has to be under the ground? And it has to it, be in the in the soil or uh, 
underground. Yeah, so it's, it's got to be subsurface. It can't be on top of the ground. And uh, like Fort Campbell, where I'm going back to, you can't run trail cameras. You can't have permanent stands. So you can't have a lock on with sticks. You got to hunt out of a climber. Yeah, that's what this and, guy was uh, saying. Yeah. Yeah. So the way we hunt, I mean, yeah, we hunt out of climbers and stuff. But I mean, same as you guys, we do a lot of our homework through trail cameras. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially, especially in that you know the velvet period, and then they push out to their fall territories. Man, it's like there's so much property. It's like you that helps you. As a hunter, for sure. Yeah, yeah to figure things. out where to key in and, and kind of what bucks you have to chase and if they're daylighting or not, you know. It seems like Absolutely. if, like, someone took trail cams away from me, it would be, like, the amount, of, the amount that I feel like I'd have to access something would just be ridiculous to scout. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, we've talked about that before. And, uh, like I said, I was stationed, Tyler was stationed there, too. You were stationed mm-hmm. there for a while. And, uh, do they, and you uh, really look? you really look at how far technology's come with hunting. Like before, like my dad, like they never used trail cameras, but now we have it. It's available to us. So we use it and dude, it helps tremendously. Yeah, it, it certainly does. Going back to the, uh, uh, feeding or supplementing or baiting, baiting or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So with that having to be under the ground, you guys just dig a hole, or are you using like mostly mineral rocks instead of like loose corn, or you know? Can you go into that a little bit more? Yeah, man. So like, um, you can't use corn. Okay, so it's, like I said, it's got to be subsurface. So it's got to be something that soaks into the soil. Oh, okay. so uh, so I mean, yeah, we've used it. We used it in a couple places last year, a couple different spots. Yeah, and uh, we we I mean, we dig it out a little bit, and uh, usually right before a good rainfall, and uh, we'd put it on the ground and come back two, three days later, check the camera during the summertime and it obviously be soaked in the soil. You can, you can see where the deer were hitting it, where it was all rubbed up, but I mean, you can see the product on the ground. Yeah. Okay. What, uh, I know you guys are mostly bow hunters, but do they allow any gun hunting in, in those, uh, the federal ground? So yeah, that, and, and again, along the same lines of the trail cameras running the cameras and stuff like that. I mean, it, it just varies base to base some bases you can shotgun hunt only um down here at fort benning uh it's pretty much rifle shotgun ar pretty much whatever whatever you want to use to shoot a deer you can you can use that down here on fort benning and it's all i mean so when you come on to a military installation to hunt you register your weapon so if it's a firearm obviously you have to register it with the provost marshal that's what we call it on post which is the military police um, they keep a record of that. That's something you got to hang on to uh, the whole time you're hunting here. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, be able to use whatever you want. But I know you guys are strictly bow hunters. I was just wondering what the regulations there. But you guys been talking. You so you're hunting on military bases. So let's talk about being rangers. You guys have talked to us a little bit about <laughs> it. I'm like a fanboy over here because that is badass to me. You know, what I mean, you guys are like hardcore mofos. You know, what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go and like like we talked about, man. Like, you know, it's a job that we both uh, we both chose at a, a younger age, and you know, decided to stick with it. Um, at the end of the day, it pays the bills like any other job. But you know, I mean, uh, we're both instructors down here, so we're instructors at the uh, United States Army Ranger School here at Fort Benning, and uh, so we get them right from their units. the uh, The students are usually the top ten percent of their uh, of their units there and they send them here to 
you know, get a little more training in a bunch of different areas. But yeah, man, it's pretty cool. Do uh, do you have to be chosen to be a ranger, or is that something that you could sign up for? It's completely voluntary. You, you volunteer, you come, and if you want to stay for the sixty-two days, then you, then you tough it out and stay sixty-two days. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, man, we got a solid bunch that get there and they go, you know, this really ain't for me. <laughs> Not for the weaker thing. And you know, I usually time. tell them, you know, I bet you had this conversation with your dad before you come, and he probably told you you weren't going to make it. And uh, you were like, yeah, you know, I'm going to try it. But, you know, I mean, it's not for everybody. So before we go further into that, I'm going to distinguish two things. So you got the 75th Ranger Regiment, which is an Army unit. And then you have the United States Army Ranger School, which everybody from the 75th Ranger Regiment, you know, if you want to be a leader, you have to go to the Ranger School, obviously. But the Ranger School is open to... Anybody and everybody that wants to come to the school to try to earn the Ranger tab. And like I said earlier, man, it's, it's not, it's definitely not for everyone. No. And, uh, but yeah, man, you know, it's, it's a pretty solid job. We jump out of airplanes and learn how to pull a trigger pretty good. Yeah. Just so a- we, we got to <laughs> talk to you and, and bullshit a little bit there at ATA. And I mean, you're a pretty nice guy. And then you put a picture up on Instagram, and you know you got that really badass army camo on. I think you had your face painted up just like the the camo you had on. I was like, this dude's a hard ass man. <laughs> you do not want to mess with him. No, I'm like, I'm not signing up, and that dude teaching me yeah. for 62 days yeah. of hell. Yeah. So I was driving home from work this evening, and I was pondering my thoughts about this podcast and god i knew you were gonna ask that question <laughs> i knew you were gonna bring up that picture and i'm like he's gonna say something about it one of them's gonna say something about that picture so we'll talk about that picture for a second what i was doing so uh i was out in the woods while this the uh, students were patrolling and uh they just got done with a uh, uh react contact people um we call them uh Op four, opposition force. They were firing at at the Ranger squad, and the Ranger squad had to maneuver, you know, shoot, move, communicate, figure out how they're going to eliminate the enemy. And after that drill, I was sitting there talking to them about it. So I picked kind of the nicer face I had on out of about the fifteen pictures that were taken, <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's what I came up with, man. But so as as an RI, you know. I know both of you have probably heard of drill sergeants, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, you watch Full Metal Jacket as a kid. You're like, yeah, Mom, I want to do that. That guy seems like an asshole. Let's do that. But, <laughs> so we're kind of the, and you can agree with me on this, we're pretty much the epitome of assholes in probably the Army. Yeah, probably. Because we're, we're tough. We're fair. But when you're dealing or you're teaching these guys and gals now how to – Maneuver an entire element to eliminate enemies so you don't lose, you know, your buddies to your left and right. You can't be like, hey, man, next time, you know, you need to squeeze that trigger. You need to be firm with them. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So with that being said, man, like you got, obviously you got so many different ways of teaching, but it's it's really firm. You got to be really firm. You got to get in their head to where they're like, all right, this guy is telling me something that I probably need to know just by his you know, his posture, his voice, how he's telling it to me. So, 
Yeah, man, that picture, I don't know. I was just kind of staring off in space as a student was talking to me. I probably didn't care what they said because they were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man, um, you know, we paint our faces. We get in the same uniform as the students, and we, you know, we walk. Sometimes, on, I mean, we, before, when we started doing, or when we did patrol bases, you know, we'd walk. And we were 34, 32, 34 hours straight without yeah. sleeping. Yep. And, I mean, that's walking with anywhere from 45 to 60 pound rucksack on your back and if you're a 240 gunner that thing could be flirting with 90 pounds <laughs> but yeah man it's just you know being a teacher think about your meanest teacher in school and times that by about 907 <laughs> you're you're about there man but, yeah but i mean honestly you have to be in in our job you as a ranger instructor, you have to be you have that aspect. The ranger class or the ranger course is the premier leadership school in the army. Yeah. And, and the military for that matter. And and we're not just going to allow somebody to come through and walk straight through and say, Here you go, here's your ranger tab. <laughs> go have fun with the rest of your military career. That, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, but you know, the acceptance or the responsibility you you know you inherit when you graduate that school is so much so it's not like i mean we got a grading scale yeah do we follow grading scale absolutely but i mean you got to look feel smell the part you know what i mean you can't i can't slap a ranger tab on this kid because he did he's academically well you know so i mean it, you really, you really, you got to be tough, man. And that's how it is. And I'll tell you what, man, after hanging out with Ranger students all day, I come home in the greatest mood in the world, though. I'm not mad about anything. <laughs> you know, that frustration at work. They probably think I'm the number one dad in the world. <laughs> sure. Well, I know we've we said it before, but thank you guys for your service. I mean, you guys are training. You're doing... You're doing what those students are doing for your job. They think they're in hell, but you guys do it like on a daily basis, you know, man. So Absolutely. We, yeah, you do it for uh, when you come down on orders to be a ranger instructor, you're there 36 months. Hell, mm-hmm. you've been here longer than that. Yeah, I've been here going on four years. God, dude, I can't even imagine <laughs> that. But, yeah, and the, the thing is, you know, they're like, Sergeant, you know, we're tired or we're cold. And it's like, dude, you're not telling me nothing i don't know because we both had to go the course too and yeah. i'll tell you what man there were times i was like what in the hell am i doing <laughs> like this just doesn't even make sense like why would somebody do this and then you, i mean you get to the end of 61 62 days man and you're like hell yeah you know i just achieved you know something that you probably 99 percent of people say yeah, I mean, yeah, they they have they haven't done, it. and it's not like oh yeah, you know, I went to ranger school. I'm a badass. No, it's it's just personal. I mean, you learn a lot about other other soldiers, and you definitely, I think, biggest takeaway, man, you learn so much about yourself, what you can handle, you know, how far you can push yourself. Because I never thought I'd push myself to that level. Yeah, fifteen minutes of sleep a night for like sixty one days, dude. Yeah, you eat it. We feed them at what five o'clock in the morning, then you don't. Eat again till four o'clock in the morning. Yep. Bed down for 15, 20 minutes. Get up. Eat again at five. Do it all over again, man. Yep. Like like Mike was saying. I mean, graduating that course to me is like I don't know. I've never shot any any buck over a one thirty, and I mean, 
graduating that course is probably like me shooting at 210. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine that. Right. Or, or shooting like 190 inch deer like somebody that's actually on the other line. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I tell you, I'd still be, I wouldn't even be able to talk to you right now, but. <laughs> You'd be like, hey, man, you want to, you guys want to get on this podcast, talk about that monster deer you shot? I'd be like, absolutely not. Because I'm going to sit here and look at the pictures and the video and the deer. And it's just not going to happen. Hit me up in five years, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right on. So. We know you guys are badasses. Let's talk no, about... No, dude, I don't. We're regular, we are regular dudes that enjoy hunting and a little bit of fishing, but we kind of hunt 365. And we're just like you, man. We work for a living, provide for your family, and at the end of the day, live free and bow hunt, you know? I think you guys got an edge up on us because going through that ranger school and just your daily grind... I think you guys are able to grind out a deer and all day sitting in the stands like yeah, all what? day sit. I'm just you're sitting just like, down, man. What you know? You're just like I got eleven and a half hours of daylight. Shit. <laughs> hey, and you know what? You know what, dude? And you know what? It translates over to sitting on top of a mountain in Afghanistan for eleven and a half hours because you're still hunting there. So it's kind of like it's not working. It's more more enjoyable than working. But you know, I mean, we've been through those those long all day night five day sits. Yeah. And uh, it computes over to deer hunting, you know. It's yeah. a lot more fun when you deer hunt because that deer don't have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's talk about harvest time outdoors. Let let the listeners know what it's all about. All right, man. So, um, hell, you can probably take it back 20 years. Um, me and one of my best friends in the world, uh, Joey Bedino, he got a camera for uh, Christmas one year when we were kids. And we, man, we'd sit around and we'd watch, you know, Bill we watched all the monster bucks. We watched the, the primetime bucks from Hunter Specialties. We'd watch, uh, the man, we, you couldn't name it. We didn't watch it. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, we were always like, man, that wouldn't that be the life? And we were always already, you know, into bow hunt, shooting bows. Uh, you know, I, my dad and my grandpa were, the biggest influences on me over anything for for deer hunting, especially shooting a bow. And we always like, man, we should film hunt. So we, you know, he got that camcorder, and we uh, we walk around the woods. He had like sixteen to twenty acres behind his house. We walk around the woods, and we we'd sit there and talk about a damn deer track for five minutes, trying to figure out, you know, how these guys do it. And uh, I was like, man, that would always be the life. And uh, you know, I got older and. You know, we, we filmed a couple hunts when we were younger and I moved away and, you know, he stayed at home and I get, you know, I got a camera. I've always been into photography. My mom is real big into photography. So it was my, uh, one of my, my late uncles, he was real big into photography. So photography, you know, rolled into videography and, you know, I just always wanted to do it. You know, you share, not only share it with your family and uh, that's, you know, that's a memory on film that you can watch as many times as you want throughout your lifetime. So, you know, that really, I wanted to keep that going. So, you know, I got a, I got a good camera and started self-filming, did the self-filming thing for a while. Um, and, yeah, you know, I, we were on, I think we were on leave. We went home for Christmas leave one day. Leave is a term that we use in the Army. <laughs> That's your vacation time. You got to put in your leave. So I think me and my wife and kids went home to Michigan. That's where I'm from. And, uh. Went there for Christmas, you're driving home, and I'm like, you know, I, 
I really want to get in to like filming. I'll get my own YouTube channel, maybe, you know, spark a few things up, you know, I, not, not so everybody knows who I am just for the sake of doing it. Cause it's fun. So that was about a, hell, I don't even know where I was stationed at then. But you can probably say 10, 12-hour drive, and we sat there and talked about logos and talked about why I would do it and what the name would be. She came up with all these crazy ideas. I was like, harvest. I want harvest in there. Not because I harvest animals, because I kill animals. You harvest vegetables. But uh, <laughs> I just thought harvest. Are you laughing at me? <laughs> no, no, I was I was, no, I was so, catching up in my brain. I was I was running through that there. You were thinking you were thinking about harvesting tomatoes and cucumbers and all that shit, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about my garden. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I kill the shit out of cucumbers, bro. <laughs> that, dude, yeah. I mean, you got to. You know, the 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 guy started off from my, you know, me and my dad, my grandpa, man, hell of a cucumber gardener, you know, but. She come up with all these crazy ideas, and I'm like, harvest time, like harvest time, like thinking of fall, you know, all the crops are getting harvested, acorns are falling, harvest time. You know that song? That sounds pretty solid. So, uh, you know, we went with harvest time outdoors. Um, you know, I found a, a lady that made me a logo, and I was like, all right, let's. I'm gonna start doing this. Make it, make it Facebook, uh, Instagram, YouTube, and it's really the way I kind of visioned it is. People watch the Outdoor Channel. People watch Pursuit Channel. They watch all these videos on YouTube, and they're like, man, you know, I want to be like that one day. But right now, you know, I work in a shop, or I'm in the military, right? You know, I got this job that doesn't allow me. This It's kind of an – kind of want to show people, hey, you know, like, I'm in the Army. I'm not trying to, you know, elaborate on that or, oh, hey, I'm in the Army. But, you know, I work – I work crazy hours and I still get out there and I do it because it's something I'm very passionate about and something I can see myself doing, you know, when I, when I retire here in about 10 years. And, uh, you know, that's where I, really where I got with it, man. And, you know, I was filming, I filmed a couple solo, solo hunts. I had a, another guy filming for me for a while and, you know, it was cool. And just to go back and just look at those memories, I could go home and be like, Hey, you know, you know, last year we went out and smashed a few turkeys on camera. And Tyler, I mean, you really didn't pick up a camera before, really, did you? No, I didn't touch. I didn't touch the camera before. Our first, I mean, our first, our first hunt, I just was like, just sit back there and watch a little bit, and I'll yeah. film this one by myself, you know. <laughs> but um, where's the damn record button? Yeah, what is this? What is this oblong shaped thing hanging off the top of your camera? I'm like, that's a damn microphone. But. Um, but yeah, man, you know, I mean, that's kind of where it started. And, you know, I lack a lot of putting videos up and stuff. Man, I got so many hours and hours and hours of footage. And it's like, I mean, you guys know, man, you, you can shoot 100, we'll say 50 to 100 hours of video a year. And how much of that are you going to use? And what are you going to use it for? I know. You know what I mean? It's breaking my heart as I'm getting into it. <laughs> breaking my heart of all this good footage that probably ain't nobody going to see. I know, man. And I got. A couple terabyte hard drive sitting on the old uh, Mac upstairs, and it's like when I get bored or my wife falls asleep for me, you know, I just look at it like, man, that was a badass day. You know, that was an awesome day in the woods, and I get to go back. I don't just think about it like, man, did that deer come from here? You know, I I see anything. I see a squirrel, a, a bird, you know, deer. You get a camera on them, let it roll, and figure out, kind of watch what the animal's doing, try to figure out what you know what's going on in the animal's head. And, 
I mean, it kind of got off on a tangent there, but yeah, man, harvest time is just a, you know, a thing I, I come up with and, um, I'm going to, I'm going to keep doing it until I can't do it anymore until somebody's like, Hey man, like, bro, you are struggling. You need to stop. And I'll be like, you know what? I'm just going to push 10 times harder and let's get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, we put up a question on Twitter here a while back about, you know, does filming ruin hunting or, you know, can it? And, uh, you know, a lot of people were saying, well, if I went out there and filmed, I would never release it because people will laugh at it. And we, me and you both got on there and we're like, you know, filming's what you make it. You can put whatever you want into it and whatever you put into it, you're going to get out of it. And it's, Absolutely. it's whether you make it ruin your hunt or if you're too focused on it or you know the the bajillion things that, that can go wrong um it only affects it if you let it but just like you said and just like i've always said um it's really cool to just look back on it whether if if 25 people liked it or 25,000 people watched it and liked it you know i still get to have that for me and just like you said going back to look and see did that buck really come in? Because I had a hunt this year where, uh, there was an eight pointer and a, a really big eight, you know, mid one thirties and up. And I was like, dude, he probably stood there with his head down for two minutes. And I got to go back and look at the footage. And it was literally right around two minutes. He just stood there and did not move. So just to be able to go back and, and do stuff like that, or, you know, you're getting your kid out there shed hunting or, you know, like you did, Cody, do stuff with them and, and get to capture it. Um, it's really cool to just have it forever. Oh, absolutely, man. And, you know, you, you talked about the views and how many people watch it and stuff. And you got P. I, I've heard the same thing, man. Like, and I, I've actually, I've actually done it before where I'd film something and I go back and I'm like, dude, Mike, you sound like an idiot, dude. Like, what are you doing? And it's like, at the end of the day, does it really matter what other people just got to send it, it man? Yep. Dude, you got to send it. You got to buckle down, shoot the damn video and put it up. If people like it, great. If people don't like it, we'll piss off. <laughs> yeah. Me and, homie, me. <laughs> me and homie are going full send on this year's film. <laughs> we're doing stuff that people might not like and Bro, we're just doing it because that's us. It, yeah, you know, we talked about it a little bit at the ATA show. You yeah. might have showed us a little raw footage, but, yeah, dude, like, if you're not yourself, what are you? You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. If you can't portray yourself on video or on damn social media these days, man, if you can't be yourself, then, like, and then, I mean, we all got kids, so you, then you got to think about your kids, man. Your kids seeing that down the road that you put up on YouTube trying to be someone else. They're like, Dad, that's, you know, that's, that's not you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you be yourself, you know, get your kids involved. If you got kids, if you don't find somebody that's, uh, you know, that doesn't have that, that, that dad or that big brother feeling that take them on the woods or mom or sister feeling, you know, take them on the woods and you just have a blast with it. And a lot of, a lot of times nowadays, man, it's a lot of people running cameras, get it on film and, you know, take it and have it forever. Yeah. I know uh, I mean, a guy on Twitter. Going back to your uh, question you said about, or you said about somebody posting something about filming real on a hunt. Uh, me and Mike, we were out this year on pretty much just a doe mission. And uh, we actually got that. I think that one's up on, on the YouTube channel, right? Uh, the one I sent that doe yeah. about two seconds in getting in the tree. Two seconds into the tree. <laughs> and uh, I, I was running the camera. And there in the beginning of the season, I was taking my bow and the camera gear and all that stuff. 
And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to take the camera tonight. And when Mike shot that doe and I was videoing, I had just as much fun videoing for Mike when he shot that deer yeah. than what I would have done if I was the one pulling the trigger on the on the damn release. Dude, that, that was your first film kill, too, dude. And I looked up at you, and you're, like, kind of shaking. You're like, yeah, dude. Like, you just killed it. And I'm like... Dude, I just shot this little southern doe, and, <laughs> dude, we were like two kids at, on Christmas morning, dude. It was like, we are fighting a damn hurricane, and he, did, he didn't even have the camera on the arm yet. <laughs> like, he climbed up, see, we were, we were hunting a spot, we didn't have a stand, so we were using climbers, and he climbed up, got hooked up, started putting the camera arm on the tree, and I climbed up, and take my top section off while i'm still you know climbing the tree just to get it you know webbed in between his so we were kind of close and i hung, i didn't even have my bow hanger up and i was no. like dude here they come dude <laughs> but dude like does it add a challenge to your hunt especially when you're self-filming bro it's out of control is it doable absolutely i'm I'm about as smart as this table that's sitting in front of me right now, and I, you know, I can't figure it out. <laughs> so, if anybody out there that's listening ever has a doubt, like self-filming, like they've done it a couple times, because dude, I've gone through so many times where I messed up, didn't get a shot at a deer, didn't get a deer on camera. Hell, that that buck I shot in Illinois last year, I didn't get him on film. I had him, you know, I had about five seconds to decide whether I'm going to shoot him or not. I saw him and. Uh, he was like 37 yards, and I, I put the camera kind of where I thought he was going to be, nowhere close to where he stopped. And, you know, I let it rip, and, you know, I was sitting there in a tree like, damn, man, like I didn't get the shot on camera, but who cares? You know, that's part of the story. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. I would say when when I got my first camera and, you know, started filming, mm-hmm. I, I told myself I'm not going to let this get in the way of me shooting uh, a deer that I want to shoot as, as far as a buck goes. Um I think everybody's going to get to see this year me trying to get it done on some does quite a bit and uh, not doing a very good job. You got to have love for the ladies, buddy. You got to kill them does too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, But just like you were saying there with Tyler, and uh, if I was in the tree with Cody when he shot Mr. Freeze, we would have fell out and we'd be dead. We we, would not have been able to stay in the tree because we'd have been hugging it out, high-fiving, and you know, it, and it, we would have just been all next level. So you hunted, you hunted a ton this year in Illinois, right? I mean, it seemed like a lot of your videos you were you were in Illinois. Yeah, he yeah, Mike he he did quite a few hunts up in uh, Illinois with a lot of video. I, I had to I had to walk away for a second. Oh, that's uh, all right. Yeah. No, yeah, you know. But uh, what was the question? I said you hunted a ton in Illinois, didn't you? Yeah, not a ton, man. You know, um, so going back to the whole Army term of leave, you know, I, I save up leave and we get blocked off periods where, hey, everybody goes on leave for vacation. And, you know, I, I take these odd days because of hunting. So, you know, I save it up and go on leave. So, I mean, I can travel outside, outside the state and, uh, you know, sometimes I can't because of work. But, yeah, man, you know, we put in uh, – I think 10 days we were up there 10 days well we hunted six days but we were up there like eight or nine days nice yeah nice you Where you you, guys are. you got it done though right you got it done on a buck in illinois no not this year man not this so year. no um bunch of bunch of great deer on the property you know so you know i was holding out for uh for 
some real big bucks, you know. Um, I got trail cam pictures of them, and I'm one of them guys, man. I'll target two, three, four bucks a year, no matter where I'm at. It's either that buck or none, or you know, you get them mystery bucks every now and then. And uh, but yeah, I was holding out for for a buck that we we had on camera up there, or they had on camera, and then me and my dad got them on one of our cameras. It didn't work out. Um, weather was dude all over the place. It was all over the place. It was, you know, one day it was raining, one day it was hot. All the days, if you go back on the YouTube channel and you watch, uh, I think I got under Illinois struggling, man. Like, some of the time you can't even hear me talking in the microphone because it's so damn windy. But what I've, what I've learned uh, from all my years of hunting, man, is those deer, you know, they, they live in that environment. Is it, you know, do we not like it when it's windy or rainy or storming, you know? Yeah, absolutely not. But they did, you know, they live in those conditions. So I had to keep reminding myself and, you know, my dad kept reminding me, hey, they, this is where they live. Like, get out there and get it done. So we didn't get it done this year, neither me or my dad. Um, you know, my, my wife, my mom, my dad, they all know this. But I missed a stud, man. I did. Um, with a bow, if you're inside of 40 yards, I'm not trying to toot the old horn, but, dude, you're inside of 40 yards, you're, you're going to punch a one-way ticket to pound town. <laughs> but uh definitely didn't work out man so uh had some had some troubles with my rx1 going home um i actually broke a limb on my on my rx1 my bow i shoot you know i shoot every single day i, I try to shoot 150 arrows a day and uh broke a limb busted out uh one of my dad's he had a hoy defiant you know i've had a couple defiance in, in the years past and hell yes it's not my bow, you know, but I mean, it worked. Sighted it in the night before we left and, you know, dropped the peep, got everything feeling right. And I think it was November 7th. It was a Wednesday. I saw, you know, I looked on uh, all these different apps they got out there nowadays. You can't even keep up with them, but a lot of them are, they're good. And, uh, you know, I looked at the weather, looked at the weather channel, weather bug, deer cast. So Scout Look, Onyx, all them damn apps, and they all kind of matched up. And I'm like, dude, Wednesday is going to be a day to kill a big deer. <clears throat> well, you called me and said, hey, the 7th is going to – something's going to happen. Absolutely. Absolutely, dude. And, you know, I told my dad that and all the guys in camp. And uh, went out that morning. I passed up about a 120, 125-inch nine-point right off the bat. That deer something else. I – I'm breaking away from the topic real quick. That deer, I passed up that deer so many times and saw that deer so many times on 700 acres in seven days that you wouldn't even believe it. That deer was all over the damn place. He was a traveler. But, uh, yeah, man, I saw seven bucks, um, two nice ones. That was the, uh, the, the morning I had about 130-inch, 135-inch, uh, was he a nine-point, I think, that buck bred a doe. Um, about 50 yards from me i passed him up right before that it was a good deer but you know he wasn't really the one i was after and i was sitting there and i was like man i, I need to stretch a little bit and we're talking probably 9 30 10 o'clock and i looked down right below my stand and there's doe standing there and i'm like all right so i stand up she don't see me she keeps looking over her shoulder you know this is november 7th so you know what you know what's on the buck's minds then and man I'm watching, watching, watching. Out from my tree, I see the shadow of his rat come out from the tree. It's a real sunny day. I saw his rat come out. 
And then he stepped out, man. He was directly underneath me. I was like, oh, here we go. It's it's time. I looked at him one time. Looked, they had damn bananas coming out of his rack. <laughs> and twos and threes were out of control. And I drew back on him. He was, he was directly underneath me. And um, I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take that shot. And he started walking up, walking away from me. Got to about 25, 20, yeah, 25, 30 yards. And he hit a licking branch, still, still facing away from me. And I'm like, man, we're we're talking about a minute now. I'm at full draw, and he turned his head to the left, took one step to the left. You know, I gave him the old mat. He started, he quartered quartered away from me hard, and I was like, all right, this is it. Let it go, man. Shot right over his back. No idea how I did that, but it happened. And I sat in that stand for about the next six hours just looking at the same leaf. <laughs> I've been there, you man. Want, <laughs> you want to you wanna talk about sad? Dude, my, my whole life flashed, you know, between my eyes for those six hours, man. It was brutal. <laughs> Mike caught me crying. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I texted my dad and I was like, "Hey, uh, what are you doing?" He's like, "You don't sit in here." I'm like, "Don't tell anybody." He's like, "What?" And I said, "I just missed about a 155, 160, 30 yards." And he didn't respond, so that made it that much worse. But you know, <laughs> we got back to camp and. Everybody's like, oh, man, you see any deer? Man, the bucks were on their feet. I think we had three dudes in that, in that night. Uh, and I was like, oh, yeah, man, they're on their feet all day. That night, too, I saw another buck that's probably 160 I had on camera that he was chasing a doe and didn't give a damn about me. But, yeah, man, you know, I saw great, great deer this morning. I saw a bunch of deer. They're like, oh, any shots? Because you got any shots? I'm like, do you, do you have to go there right now? Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not – like, I'm not doing good right now, so let's just let's eat dinner, have a couple beers, and uh, we'll talk about it. But, yeah, that was my time in Illinois. That was pretty uh, pretty long stretch, good breath of air, but that's it in a nutshell. I could go on, man. Well, it seems like you had a lot of good action, but oh, absolutely, I've been there man. before where you where – you, you know, you shoot it. You shoot at a deer and you miss, and you're like, "Oh my gosh!" All this work you just put in for the year, and then you're like, "Just ruined it all. Just wasted it yeah. right there." And in two and seconds, an animal. Yeah, an animal will sit you sit there and make you feel like that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, dude. I mean, we get up there, we hang all of our stands. You know, we, me and my dad, go around. We look at you know, we find all these rubs, scrapes, trails. You know, where we've seen them in the past. Get all these stands hung up. And then, uh, you know, you get that that five to ten seconds of fame, and you blow it. And you're like, come on, man. You really rethink your whole life right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I do the same damn yeah. thing. Just, just like you said, man, your whole life right there and a lot of work and time and patience. And you got a little word footer over there? What do you got going? You hear that bottle? Yeah. You hear that bottle? Yeah. yeah. Okay. There's a bottle All popping right. over there. Like, hey, ain't the first time I heard that. <laughs> yeah, we're drinking that champagne of beers at Miller Highlight over here. She's got a pop when you turn the top. But, but yeah, man, no, I know how you feel. And, you know, it, it sucks. Because then you're like, you know, I spent all this time away from my family. What am I going to tell the kids? They're like, Daddy, Daddy, did you shoot a big buck? Did you get a big buck down? And I'm like, well, we'll talk about that and you're like dad did you shoot? it's like no 
damn it, I didn't shoot a big buck. I missed one. I'm a failure. <laughs> how, how am I going to just, we'll talk about it when you graduate and we'll just leave it there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. It, yeah, dude. And I can, I picked up my, uh, the buck I killed in, what was that, 2017. I picked him up when I was down there. And I'm like, man, you know, that would have been a great exchange. You give me my buck from 17. I give you my buck from 2018. We go on a merry ways. I pick it up in, you know, a year. But now I just don't have anything to pick up for uh, 2018. And we just carry on, man. Life goes on. For sure. Um, I don't know if I told you guys at ATA, but, you know, obviously I had the rep baby. And uh, I was out hunting that morning. And I, I went to the, the farthest property I could, of course. And I had a doe and a yearling come in right on me, and they bedded down at 28 yards. And then, um, you know, I'm filming them, and then the wife's texting me like, "Oh no, we're we're uh, we're calling the doctor right now." I'm like, "Okay, that's cool." And then she's like, "All right, you need to get down and come home." <clears throat> so I'm like, "Well, I got deer right here. I'm not trying to bust them because this is like my sweet spot, you know." And then I get my camera put away. Started getting my bow, you know, arrow back in the quiver and whatnot. And there's probably a 140, mid-140s that comes up on top of the ridge at like 18 yards. And I can't do anything about it other than just look at him. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, this is pretty much how the rest of my year is going to go. So um, with what you guys are doing there... Um, what are you guys planning for the future, man? Oh, for the future. Um, you know, we, uh, at the ATA show, we kind of went there on a last, on a last minute, man, to meet up with some people and, you know, we struck some real good relationships. So I guess like we were talking about earlier before the show, man, we're, uh, we're pretty diehard turkey hunters as well. That will break out a gun for, okay. I'm going to set that straight right now. We, we are, I think I've gun hunted for for deer probably four times in the last four or five years but when it comes to turkey man there's something about just squeezing the trigger and watching that head go <laughs> flop you know so so you know we uh we teamed up with uh with hunter specialties and buck bomb and you know they got us up to the show and we talked to uh to one of the vps there and we you know we had a good time with him and now we're planning for the future for turkey season you know we got shed season big shed hunters we've already been out a bunch of times we had the boys out yesterday boy I was out of damn control. As a handful. You, you take care of, you go shed hunting with two four-year-olds, man, you're in for some craziness. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, man, we, you know, we're, we're really looking forward to getting out. Um, we got some cameras set up looking for uh, some of our, some of our bucks locally here that uh hoping to find some sheds from them. And uh, yeah, man, turkey season. So harvest time outdoors as a whole, man, moving forward, keep going hard. Hard, 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 man. Get the footage, get it out. Um, I got to do a lot better job with that, especially you know Tyler. He's always like, man, we you know we you know get that video out that we shot, or you know. And I, it's not that I procrastinate. It's cause I, I want to put out a good product. I don't. Yeah. It's not because I care about what you know people think, but it's more of if I if I'm putting in the work and he's putting in the work to film it or shoot it or whatever, it needs to be solid, you know. So the right the right stuff can come out hopefully this year we will have a full um a full harvest time outdoor season turkey hunts we're gonna do some pig hunting, pig hunting. Uh, bow hunting 
Um, you know, probably film a couple shed hunts and obviously he's going to Kansas. I'm going right there on the, on the border in Kentucky, man. So it's, it's hoping, looking, looking, looking like it's going to be a pretty solid year. All Ho- around. Hopefully things up and up and like you get a couple of hunts on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. If they're cannibal, I get a couple on. And old Tyler, Tyler's going to step up. I'm, I'm selling him my camera I've, I've used for the last couple of years and I'm, I'm going to upgrade a little bit. Not going to 4k though. I don't, I'm not going to 4K yet, but yeah. So we'll have uh, cameras in two two different good states, man. And you know we're going to link up. Like I said, we're going to do some serious turkey hunting this year. I think we got we got a couple states lined up already. So I think we're going to hit obviously Georgia, Alabama, Alabama. Ohio. Ohio is pretty, pretty good chance in Ohio. Yeah. Um, Missouri, maybe a shot in Missouri. Uh, kind of looking at maybe one in Illinois, man. Illinois, yeah. yeah. So. So deer uh, yeah, turkey, man. bro, both hmm. short, Hey, short, short term goals right now, man. You got to aim at that 25 meter target. All right. The one that's right in front of you. So turkey season. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's what we're thinking about now. But I mean, we're already definitely planning for next year. The only problem is, you know, we're both going to new units. Um, he's like, like he said, he's going to Kansas. I'm going to Kentucky. Pretty solid chance. Um, one of us, maybe both of us will be, uh, deployed either afghanistan iraq um next year we're not really thinking about that right now we're focusing on you know what's in the near future but um if that happens you know i'll take the old hard drive over to to the sandcastle and still edit video and you know pushing products out while we're uh what, ten thousand miles away but that's what we're looking forward to man wait what's the plan for pigs Pigs, oh, dude, we're going to take them to Pound Town right here in our backyard. <laughs> I killed one last year, man, so we were filming it, and, uh, dude, it was nasty. You remember was that? And it started pouring. Neither one of us, we're both, you know, he's from PA, I'm from Michigan. We don't have pigs. Right. Like, one thing when I joined the Army, um, since I've been in the Army, I lived in Virginia, I lived in Alaska, I lived in Kentucky, I lived in Georgia. And my dad always told me, hey, where you're going Figure out how they hunt and just try it, or you'll never know, you know. So, get down here and hear all these guys. Yeah, man, big old boar run across the field, and we shot that son, you know. And uh, I was like, you know, that'd be fun. But all these guys shoot them with ARs and shotguns. Not even shotguns, ARs, high thirty out sixes, seven mils, three oh eights, three three eights. And I'm like, dude, we're gonna go run a veteran through a big old hog. And uh, we did, man. We went out. Filming. It was storming. It was nastier than hell. I want to say it was. Was it right? Before? No, it was right after. No, it would have been we had before. a tropical. It was a tropical storm. Yeah, some kind of bullshit southern storm was yeah. coming through. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, it was like there was probably fifty-eight seconds of light left, and <laughs> it was raining, <laughs> storming, nasty lightning, thunder, and there was a big old boar in it. I'm like, dude, I'm gonna plug this guy. So. I used uh, used some trees in a row and crept up on them. Camera wasn't rolling, but I, you know, I plugged him. He's probably he's close to our fifty pounds. Yeah, he was a big, big boy. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, man, we're gonna we're gonna go, you know, try to bait a couple spots, to get off uh, this federal land, and uh, bait a couple spots, see if we can't, you know, just have a pig fest, man. We'll set up two cameras, get in two trees, and just plug away. Sounds like a blast. Yes. I'm gonna have to hit up Matt. And just run my debit card for some more veterans. Hopefully, that's the plan. 
As long as it comes with a couple hogs at the end of it, man, I'm I'm down for that. Dude, hey, man, my house is your house, buddy. If you guys want to come on down here, we'll we'll get after it. I know they're looking at each other like, and I'm like, man, should we go down there? Let's go down there. <laughs> no, I'm looking. Cody's smashed this Mexican dish in yeah. about four bites. <laughs> there you go. Nah, man, we he got a bunch on his beard right now. <laughs> I don't know. We were scheduling our rut today. Oh so. yeah, we we went all. We want to shoot pigs, but man, we just got whitetails on the brain so much we can't get away. Dude, from that's them. that's how it is for us too, man. Like, I'm a big duck hunter too, but man, it's Ooh, that's there's tough. Chasing, there's something about chasing deer, man. It's just I think about I think about it like this, man. You got you know you got your guys that. You know they hunt for a hobby. And you got guys that hunt for passion. You know one's a one's a just time spent. The other one's a you know a lifestyle man. And it's that's that's all I think about. Talk about my wife. She probably just absolutely hates hearing about it by now. But she hunts too. So, but yeah, man, you're always thinking about deer. Yeah. You know, when was the last time you drove down the road? The last thirty minutes of daylight, and you're like not thinking about a deer it just doesn't happen yeah you're not gonna you, check that draw you're like, <laughs> right. it's not even season i'm not gonna check and then you're swerving off the road checking it you know what i mean yeah. you don't know how many signs i've hit doing that going down the highway <laughs> it's, thought, it's road shed season for me right now yeah yeah, yeah man get rid of, are they, of starting snow. To, are they starting to drop out there by you guys yeah we got dude they were dropping over a month ago yeah we got bucks dropped in december a lot of them and then uh we uh since we're so entwined with social media right now, we're getting the lowdown of mm-hmm. what's going on, and this last cold temps really put a hurting on them. So polar vortex. Absolutely, we're gonna get out there and uh, Monday, right? Well, I didn't get bummed. So oh my gosh, yeah. Well, I'm gonna go find some sheds. Home is not going to. <laughs> there gonna... you go. They're not. They're not really dropping here. Me and my son, uh, we went out. Actually, I think it was, it was last week. Is Tyler really, your son? Yeah. And we, we found, we found it was a last year drop. It's a good buck. It's a buck I got on camera in the last two years. But, uh, yeah, it was a 17 drop, but didn't have any two marks on nothing, man. We're, that, that's the time you get out and you find your spots for the next fall, man. Yep, exactly. That's what I do. I go in there, the places that I haven't been able to check the sign all year, and I walk in there, I'm like, man, I should be hunting this <laughs> every year because it's just tore up. You and know then I'll mean? be like, hey, man, you want to go hunt there? Ah. No. Wind's questionable. We better stay out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, we do the same thing and it always happens right before we leave because we we stay in duty stations usually two to four years that last you know the last winter before i leave i find the but like that's why we walked where i found that shed the other day dude it was just tore up awesome and we can't do a damn thing about it because we won't be here wait till we come back yeah because that's probably gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> but well, yeah man that the, the woods this time of year man just laid out like a road map you know all the, all the trails and you see last year's rubs and it's just it's time to get out there man put the miles on don't be a cyber scouter don't be oh man you know the bucks are moving or bucks are dropping their antlers right now get out there put the miles on and get after it yeah that's what you got to do hey Absolutely. we just i want to thank you guys for uh more than just coming on for becoming really good friends me and homie i mean it, that's one great thing about doing podcasts is you get to meet solid guys like you because i mean really without this podcast we never would have met you know what i mean no, absolutely. so super solid meeting you guys at ata you're welcome uh 
<laughs> Homie's just savage. But. Yeah, hold my hold my beer, kid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was super nice oh. meeting you. Nate. Th- thanks for coming by and and taking the time to to talk to us and introduce yourself. And yeah, multiple times, man. That was that was awesome. Yeah, absolutely, man. It, you know, we talked about the whole drive home we had from hell in that storm, but man, it's the the best thing about the hunt community, man, is like when you meet guys. You know, you talk to my social media nowadays, or you know you see a guy on TV and you're like, man, I wonder how he is in real life. But dude, like we talked about it, man. And it, it felt like, man, and it's like, dude, like those guys felt like all my buddies in high school. You know what I mean? Like I could definitely sit down and hang out with those dudes. Yeah. That's what, like I was telling homie, people like don't know our energy or our personality. They get it through the podcast, but then they meet us and they're like, Oh, these guys are, they're actually legit. You know what I mean? They're not just putting yeah. out a front. Sometimes I wear people out. I'm just, I barely know them. I'm just cracking jokes on them. <laughs> like, I don't really know how to take this guy. Is he a dick or is he just having fun? So yeah, dude, for sure. And that, that's how you gotta be, man. Like we talked about earlier, man, be yourself. And, uh, you know, if they like you, they do If They don't, they don't. But yeah, man, awesome. You know, we've been trying to set this podcast up since before hunting season. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's been a long time. Our schedules didn't never align, man. And I think I just pushed it off. To be honest with you, I don't know. I think I was nervous. <laughs> I bet on that. <laughs> you were like, these guys are a joke. And then you met us. Yeah. You're like, oh, they're not too bad. I'll come on their show. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, we definitely troll you guys all the time. And we listen to them. We're like, yeah, I don't know, man. But, uh, no, man, have <laughs> Oh, dude, we listened to it in a truck, man. We were sitting in a duck blind, what, two weeks ago, and my even my, hell, my dog was listening to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the only guy that thought we were good was that dog. Yeah. He's like, this yeah. ain't bad. This ain't bad. Dude, this, and he was staring at this beaver, so he might not even been listening to you guys. <laughs> but dude, definitely got to gotta link up in the, you know, in the coming years, man, and, and get something together, because boy us four and hunting camp for oh man three oh, to wow. seven days would just be out of control bush light would be in danger i say <laughs> deer oh, would be dude. in danger <laughs> did that we that's what we put our you know our hunting stuff in the back of a a damn semi a bush light semi and we just roll up to camp and we just party dude. <laughs> that'd be sick <laughs> that's what we need <laughs> yeah. maybe we can pick up you know bush light and crown royal as a sponsor yeah. now that yeah. that's yeah, a now good you're idea talking. that's a good idea um when we first got you on the line, before we hit the record button, we were talking about the Mr. Freeze trailer. Um, yes, we were. Do you want to elaborate anything on that? Do I? Yeah. Dude, if you're listening, when you guys watch the film, man, just strap up the old seatbelt because you're going for a hell of a ride. <laughs> um, it, it's something that, I don't, I don't know, explain it. Dude, you're sitting there watching it with me, man. It's, it's just, these two, man, they're, they're a class act, and you guys... Well, classy, yeah, absolutely. They're classy. And they are, uh, you're, you're just, it's going to be great, man. I, I can't wait for the whole the whole video to come out. Show you, So you guys actually, you know, show yourself. I mean, everybody hears you on the podcast, but man, it, there's so much emotion and raw, I'll say raw emotion in that damn. Absolutely. And Dude. And that, that hunt right there explains why people do what they do. Absolutely. And why they go and put all the time in preseason why they do all the shed hunting, why we run trail cameras, and it, 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 it puts everything, it, it's just like a big puzzle. The pa- passion, passion, motivation, energy, dude, it's just all there. And yeah. I bet you Cody's lips quivering right now. <laughs> I just want to go down in history as the first guy who ever smashed a, a, a 
can of beer behind a 190 on film. Dude, absolutely. <laughs> He's like, super solid. Um, I mean, a young deer, you probably could give me a year or two. I probably could have. Yeah. Yeah. He's a three-year-old is what I'm thinking. But, uh, three. Yeah, I don't know about three. Maybe two and a half. Uh, did you? I'm, that was a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> there, bud. No. Uh, did you guys get the audio at the ATA or no audio? Absolutely not, stingy bastard. Damn it! <laughs> they Damn don't get it. I saw, dude, I didn't even need audio. I didn't even need it. I could just read Cody's lips and see his face, and it's just glorious. Oh yeah. oh yeah, loved it, man. Every second of it. Yeah, I think we're gonna have five, five episodes. Yeah, is what we're shooting for. I think so. And then turkey season. We got one already. Oh, yes. And people are really going to be able to see our personality in that <laughs> one. And then uh, we have a really special one already going to staged up for deer season, how we're buying oh, our deer tags. Yep. And uh, it's nice just going to showcase, you know, just like you said, just emotion, hit people in the fields, really show people why we hunt, and do something different to where people are like, holy shit, these guys – what are they? People are either going to be like, that was cool, or this is the worst thing I ever watched in my life. <laughs> and hey, hey, to caveat on what you said about different, all right? So, different meaning different what viewers see on TV or YouTube or all that now. Mm-hmm. But that is who you guys are, man. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I think it's going to be great because they hear your voices. Now they're going to see your faces, see how you react, see how you guys. You know how you hunt, how you do business, man. And I just don't fall in love with you. You guys are awesome, man. <laughs> I'm falling in love. We got a bromance going on right say, now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're all right, but you know, I, I thought I thought we've had that since the ATA, but yeah, I guess we I was did. Just thinking wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> homie was in that picture Dude, and he was yeah. hugging tight. He was squeezing you guys real tight in that pic. I was gonna bring <laughs> it up, but I was like, ah, oh, man, I'll leave it out. Dude, I know, man. <laughs> I think I got a little couple bruises on my tricep. Over here. <laughs> Thought so. He was going for the palm pros, but you had to smack him back. I seen that. Absolutely. So I mean, dude, I mean, you know, we we it was solid, dude. Who cares? But uh, yeah, man, you know, we've been doing a lot of or a good bit of filming the last couple of days. You know, doing some turkey reviews on some new calls here, like you know. So mm, nice. Yeah, that's yeah, coming up man. quick, man. Turkey season is going to be coming, here before we dude. know it. Yep, hear that hammer on the roost and just out of control, man. I can't wait. Oh yeah. But well, we're we're at about an hour, guys. We could probably make it like three hours, but <laughs> we're gonna have to shut her down here. We appreciate you guys coming on. I see more of this in the future of us hanging out and yes. talking, and uh, hopefully, hopefully at ATA show we can meet up and you guys can spend more than a day and we can really party. Have fun. Absolutely, man. Looking forward to it again, man. It was awesome meeting you guys as well. Uh, we had a great, you know, couple of hours. But yeah, just so hey, you guys at- know, uh, we did have a random person stay in our room at ATA. So yeah, uh, we, we we might have a room there for you if you guys need a spot, bro. <laughs> bro. Dude, don't threaten us with a good time, buddy. Yeah, it but seems hey, to- man. Uh, yeah, dude, you guys are awesome, man. Always listen to you guys. Have a great time. It's awesome meeting you guys in person. And uh, I see this, you know, down the road, man. Us just getting after it. But we're going to uh, to Nashville here in a couple of weeks. We're going to the uh, National Wild Turkey Federation Expo there in Nashville. Nice. So uh, if you guys are going, man, watch out Nashville. But any. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we ain't going. We're working and. 
saving our vacation for the rut now and we there need about go. we need about 10 more years at the job we're doing yeah. so we have that extra vacation time to be like yeah i'll do whatever we want so we'll have four weeks and yeah. bro, we won't even know what to bro, do tyler's gonna be retired here in seven years and I, i'm 10 years after him so man uh, you guys are gonna be young retirees and be able to do whatever you want it's gonna be nice Absolutely, man. But You're going to yeah, be on your hey. 60th day hunting, and I'm going to be like, man, I just wish I could get out there. <laughs> yeah. But, dude, like, anybody, you know, listen here, uh, you see us at NWTF, come hit us up. Maybe we'll do a, you know, quick little interview or something like that. And, uh, yeah, we'll kick it, man. But thanks for having us on, guys. My son just walked in the room. I think he wants to be on uh, on your podcast. Hell, yeah. Yeah. No problem there. We've uh, we've. <laughs> He said, "Cause he can do a turkey call." <laughs> yes, <Ooh>. let's hear it. <laughs> but you want to hear it? Yeah, is yeah. you ready? Yeah, let's hear it, man. You want to hit that turkey call real quick? No, this one. Okay, here. <laughs> Go ahead, dude. Do it. Hurry up, man. We're busting over our time limit here. <laughs> There you go. That's all right, man. But hey, guys, we appreciate it. Yeah, it sounds good to me. Yeah, better than homie. I'll tell you that. <laughs> dude couldn't call Bird in if he was three foot away. <laughs> That's all right, dude. Hey, you got to be shitty at something before you get better. You know? yeah. No doubt. All right, man. We appreciate you guys' time. All right, guys. That was Mike and Tyler from Harvest Time Outdoors. Check them out. Facebook, Instagram. They don't have a Twitter. They're not on that game, are they? No. Oh, no, no. uh, yeah. Some badass dudes, some some American heroes right there training the top-of-the-line soldiers and just some badass fun dudes. This sure. was a really fun episode, really fun before and after we hit the record button. I wish we could give you guys all the nitty-gritty details <laughs> that we get here, um, but uh, we hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, get out there, shed hunt. Um, take your kids, try to leave a legacy, and white till legacy is out.